the higher your subscriber count, the more potential engagement that you're going to get. Has YouTube really grown your roofing business? Oh, yeah. Accessory products, I think, are good, but you have to make sure that you use your thumbnail and your title to hook them in. All that content, relevant content on YouTube. Who owns YouTube? Google owns YouTube. So that has had a huge uh, impact on our SEO. Answer objections that you get in the sales process. You answer those with content. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown. And I've got Tracy Bookman with me from Homestead Roofing out of Colorado. And we're talking about YouTube today, not getting YouTube views and tricks to fix it. If you're not getting YouTube views, watch this video. I know I'm going to. I know I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention. So Tracy, you and I have been in competition a little bit. Talk to me about our verses and what we've been doing the last couple of years and, and why you pulled ahead. Uh, well, why I pulled ahead? That's a really good question. Um, yeah. I mean, you and I started kind of, I think, watching each other on YouTube and kind of watching what we're doing on YouTube probably about three years ago or so. And uh, at that time, Right, you were about here, and I was like way down here. We're talking like five hundred and like three hundred. Like, we were talking about hardly any numbers at all. Yeah, but uh, I'm a very competitive person, and even though we're not really in the same space, yeah, probably at least a month, sometimes two or three times a month, I'm out there looking. Okay, where's Tim on subscribers? <laughs> Where, where's Tim on number of videos? Yeah. What's Tim doing, right? And then yeah. eventually, um, I have oh, to my own horn, right? Eventually, I surpassed yeah. him, right? You surpassed <laughs> me, and I want to say YouTube subscribers, but it seems like YouTube subscribers is only a rough metric for how many views you're getting because I see what you're doing on views now. And it's wildly ahead of where I'm at. And we just talked about it. I'm getting about a thousand hours of watch time a month and you are getting about 3000. So YouTube subscribers, I think like we can definitively say don't matter that much in, in overall watch time. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, I would agree that subscribers don't necessarily count for watch time, although subscriber number is not an insignificant number, right? We don't want to yeah. say, okay, that's that's not important. I know a lot of creators say subscribers don't matter, but mm -hmm. subscribers actually do matter because the, the higher your subscriber count, the more potential engagement that you're going to get. And mm -hmm. it's engagement that YouTube wants to see to push your information yeah. to other people. Okay. And I do want to note, like, there will be other people watching this probably besides roofers, but you, you own and run a roofing business. Can I ask you the direct question? Has YouTube really grown your roofing business? Oh yeah. Uh, in two different ways, both directly and by directly, I mean, we've gotten people who have called us in our local market who said, we saw your YouTube videos. And so they call us. And the nice thing about it is the people that do that are predisposed to hire us. Yeah. Because maybe they spent five minutes watching a video or some people have told us they've spent hours watching our video. So imagine if you, as a roofing salesman, had the opportunity to sit in a home with somebody over dinner yeah for three hours yeah who do you think is going to get that job right so directly yeah um we've probably well not probably we're closing in on three hundred thousand dollars of closed sales that have come directly from youtube meaning okay. that it's people that have said we watched you on youtube what's then, what's indirect value so yeah Sorry. indirect is the fact that having that all that content on YouTube, we have over 200 videos and having all that content, relevant content on YouTube, who owns YouTube? Google owns YouTube. Mm. So that has had a, a huge uh, impact on our SEO. Yeah. So before we really started, before the snowball, the YouTube snowball got big for us, 
most of our business came from word of mouth, you know, and so I was out there having to cold call insurance agents and realtors. I, I never knocked neighborhood doors. Um, and, you know, I was part of uh, BNI and that kind of stuff. But now with putting all my effort into YouTube, the majority of our leads now are coming from Google, mm. uh, Google and or YouTube. So that's what I mean, YouTube directly or indirectly yeah. through the SEO improvement. Awesome. And what would you say if you had to guess like the last year or so you've gotten from Google business? Oh, at, at least 50%. And see, and that, the thing that's are nice. Mean, are you going to give me what the, the, number, the number is? You don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, you mean dollars? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that off the top of my head. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the nice thing about it is, you know, I, number one, I hate door knocking. <laughs> I've done it. So I'm not opposed to doing it. Yeah. But I've had. I've had some experiences with customers uh, during door knocking episodes where they've been like, you know, they, you can tell they're just totally disgusted because after a hailstorm here, people in this, in, in this city will get like 10 roofers knocking on their door on a Saturday morning. One, one guy even told me that his elderly dad was trying to take a walk through a neighborhood and it's like a swarm of sharks just descended on him. Where do you live? Can we inspect your roof? That's why I don't knock doors. Yeah. So now I don't have to knock doors because I've got 200 YouTube videos out there essentially knocking doors for me. Yeah. Or they're knocking on your door, right? Like it's kind of like the ver. I love inbound marketing. So let's just be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like you started to love inbound marketing. It's just a beautiful thing. Content gets people aware of us, solves a problem, and then, they, and then they're assuming that we can do better than what our content was because yeah, it's, it's just content. I, I have had a lot of people lately say like, like literally a prospect said verbaled yesterday and just said, I think I've watched every video you guys have created. And I, I am, I think it's indisputable that you guys are the best. See, and that that's you know, right. He was there. All those videos. What's up? Right there, right? So it's like yeah. if the question ever comes up from a contractor, because yeah. contractors, they don't like YouTube, right? They don't want to be on social media. But right there, the question, why YouTube? It's because it establishes your authority and credibility and the trust factor. The trust factor goes through the roof if somebody's watching your videos. Yeah. Because you appear as the authority. I mean, I had a guy leave a comment on one of my videos. He said, he said, why? Why should I binge watch Netflix? I've been binge watching Homestead Roofing. <laughs> I love that. And it's it is weird, but it's true. It's weird. It is. It's odd because then you know somebody's been like, feels like they know you. And sometimes that's weird. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's odd. Referral partners sometimes watch your stuff. I love that. Um, I just don't think you get that level of familiarity with short form video. Absolutely. I think we need to know there's a difference between this person on because Tim Tim only has like three thousand or you know I'm getting to three thousand subscribers. Then I only have a thousand dollars of watch time, and I've like that's recent. So before I was like three hundred, four hundred views, and a lot of that is short form. So or sorry, three hundred and four hundred hours. So very low, honestly low. But I still have gotten business and a good chunk of business from YouTube. So something to note is like, you don't have to have, we're going to talk about how to get more views and subscribers and stuff like that, but you don't have to have an insane amount of views and subscribers, right? You just have to have good topics and maybe some anchored like location focused topics. Like, I think those types of things can make you money and give you business. You don't have to like have this crazy high viewership of course more viewership might equal also more money but it's also not getting totally obsessed with engagement because engagement you know yeah. you know dimitri posted recently is a little bit like people get distracted by engagement because you can get ten thousand views on tiktok and get and it's nothing to do with your business and no one cares or will ever do business with you so like getting distracted by engagement sometimes 
can like lead you away from money. So like I ultimately want a mixture of both. I want views, subscribers, and I want money. And I think, Tracy, yeah. you're probably the same mindset. And like, I think I, I see your topics. That's not, you're not chasing stuff that's not going to help your business. It feels like you're generally pushing on these topics that are, are ideal customers have these questions. Well, see, and that's, that's a key point is if you're, if you're going to enter into the video content realm, you have to know who your target market is. It's no different than what you're doing with people, say, for a direct mail marketing piece. You have mm -hmm. to know who your audience is. And so for video creation, right, I've gotten really dialed in on who my audience is. Mm -hmm. um, for example, like Dimitri, his audience is roofers, not, not so much homeowners, right? He's, he's targeting roofers. I'm targeting homeowners. So my content is going to be way different than Dimitri's yeah. content. And I mean, so I've you, seen have to, you have to know who you're, who you're trying to talk to. 100%. Um, there's restoration roofing as another YouTuber that I feel like is doing a good job. There's, um, and you know, I used to be part of it, but North face construction, honestly, why I even feel like I can weigh in on roofing YouTube, anything is like, weirdly enough videos that I created for a roofing company, like five years ago are doing well and going over a hundred thousand views for a roofing company. And they're not that, they're not that good. Mine are not that good. It's just the topic is keyword focused. The topic yep. is something people are YouTube searching. And that's yep. like, I think that that's, let, let's go into the stuff that's going to help you get more views. I'll start with that topics that are, Keyword focused, like looking for things that people are actually searching for a lot. And that's why product reviews do so well. And we, we talk about whether or not homeowners care about shingle brands, but give me your experience of like product reviews and why you feel like those do so well. Okay. This is, this is my, just my pure opinion. I know that, uh, uh, you know, I hate to keep going back to Dimitri's, but I know his product review videos, his shingle review videos, get a lot of traction. But I have a feeling that it's mostly roofers that are watching those or engaging with those. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I don't think that a homeowner cares how much a bundle of shingle weighs. I don't think that mm -hmm. means anything to a homeowner. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that a homeowner really... Uh, cares whether there's the sure nail strip or not, right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, I think the sure nail strip is more of a, of a marketing gimmick than anything else. Um, <laughs> who, who has that again? Uh, you, you know more about this than I do. That's, uh, that's, that's Owens Corning. Ah, I got I mean, you. If the, single, if the shingle seals together, it yeah. doesn't come apart in the wind, who cares what the, <laughs> what the nails are doing, right? The, the yeah. seal. The actual seal of the shingle is, in my opinion, way more important. But um, so so that's why I think that that kind of stuff is important. Like, and right now, my channel is, you know, it's going viral for me. Okay, so it's not yeah. my channel is not really viral, of course, because it's a roofing channel. Thousand hours watch time is pretty incredible for a niche channel like yours. You're not going, you're not cutting cakes. You know what I mean? You're not right. unboxing toys. This is like <laughs> real business stuff. And it's going, you know, you're not just, you're not just chasing views. You're chasing views and business, which is a totally different thing. And it's going to go slower for people that are just, yes. you're just chasing views. That's different. I, you know, you could play Minecraft and get 500,000 views very quickly. It's not, yeah. it's about finding a way to make money happen and views, you know, that's the hard part. So I know that you've got a video out there. Um, I can't remember the title of it. Something about they ask you answer, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's essentially what I, how I started. Mm -hmm. um, so this was years before, uh, who was it? Marcus Sheridan wrote that book. They ask you answer. Yeah. I saw a video by, a guy named Jason Freed. And at the time he owned a company called 37 Signals, which is now Basecamp. Ooh, I like those and, guys. 
he was talking about how he started his company and got it to an eight figure company without yeah. doing any advertising. And he said, yeah. basically what he was doing was he was giving away education. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember what niche he, his company was in software technology or something like that. Mm -hmm. but he was basically educating, providing, you know, educational blogs, video wasn't a big deal about that time, but lots mm -hmm. of, information just educating people on his space giving yeah. away education for free and he grew an eight-figure business that way and i thought i can do that you know this was back in 2014. yeah and so i just got started throwing videos out there one of the first videos i made was about you know why does my bath bathroom vent leak Mm -hmm. And that's right now, you know, that's got the second most number of views on my channel hmm. and it consistently gets views. It's what an eight year old video. Yeah. Eight or and nine year old like, video. So in addition to talking about product reviews, how those matter and making sure you know who your audience is, then on this side, it's solving a problem that your customer has and you know people have it because they call yeah. in. Like, that's the yeah. best part that if you're selling real stuff, like if you're a roofer and you have a major advantage because if, and, and we use our own like sales calls for us, but it's less audience, right? Because 1% of people are business owners and 1% of those are successful. You know, like it's crazy. Yeah. But customer service problems. And also customer service problems, so many of them you don't want to fix. You know, you don't want to have to go out to every bathroom vent. And sometimes it's previous customers and it's not even the, it's not the, the roof's fault, you know, half the time, you know, with some of these yeah. things. But like, those are good places to start because they're around the time that they might need a roofer, but maybe they don't yet. Right. I just right. think that's a great, what, what other topics type things like veins of topics have you seen work really well? For the recap on the They Ask You Answer, one of the big ones that I like is uh, you, you answer question, objections that you get in the sales process, you answer those with content by and yeah. giving empathy and then describing why, oh, also, you know, like why you might be more expensive. So I know I talk about that a lot, so I don't want to go crazy into that right now. Um, I will also note that I was really into all this stuff before he wrote that book as well. My first book on this was Content Inc. by Joe Polizzi. And that was back in 2015, which was a couple of years before. Uh, but everyone but everyone like knows Marcus Sheridan. So I just like, I like using that framework because then they can yeah, also yeah. dive in on it. What yeah. other topics work? 15X ROI on Google Ads. They're crushing it. The accountability is there, man. Definitely easy is a great word to use. You guys make it super easy to work with you. Communication is is the best that I've gotten. Really changed my expectations and my outlook for growth. So obviously the big one is how to choose a roofer, mm -hmm. right? Um, I actually did a three-part series on how to choose a roofer. And each, mm -hmm. each video, uh, it's under, each one I think is under nine minutes long. It just gives a just a different, I guess, um, different camera angle about how to find a roofer. No, well, the first one is how do you even find a roofer? Then the second one is how do you interview a roofer? And then the third one is how do you actually then choose a roofer based on, you know, your whole interview process? Mm -hmm. And that's done really well. Uh, what I a few years ago I did one called Five Questions You Must Ask Every Roofer. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I did one called 10 questions you must ask every roofer. And the cool thing about those is I had, I had a customer whose house I went to last fall. She found me on YouTube. She had a list of questions written down. They were my questions. Yes, I love it. Yeah, and she even told me. She said, "Yeah, I got these from your video." I said, "Great, I know all the answers." Yeah, the other roofers she interviewed didn't know the answers. Yeah, right. Another and, topic you've been doing well on is insurance denial. Um, yeah, would you say that? And I guess this isn't a YouTube question. This is for for my roofers out there. Would you say say that folks that have 
faced an insurance denial are ideal customers for you? No, they're not ideal customers for me. But they are customers, right? They're potential customers, sure. Are you chasing the views on that topic? Because you know people are looking. What? Are you chasing the views on that topic? Because you know people are looking. By the way, no, no judgment if you are. Oh no, no. Um, at the time that, I mean, if you'll notice, kind of my trend, my trend has been away from insurance videos. Yeah. Yeah. So the insurance videos are kind of in the past. I'm not saying that I won't do those again, but I'm trying to move away from those because I don't want to talk about insurance so much anymore because I don't want to deal with the insurance companies anymore. We're moving to the retail model. Yeah. Actually, we have moved to the retail model and it's working very well for us. Love that. And so somebody who's got an insurance denial, the reason that they're not, they're a potential client, but not an ideal client mm -hmm. because I tell people, I'm not dealing with your insurance company. I'm not going to fight with your insurance company. Yeah. I'll send an invoice to them and tell them this is what it's going to cost. Yeah. But that's the extent of what I'm going to do with your insurance company. All right. Let's talk about uh, anything else on topics that you want to touch on. I want to move to thumbnails here in a second. Yeah. So uh, as far as products, I want to kind of come back to products. Um. So I was looking at some roofers channels over the last couple of days. And one that I found, he was talking about one of his videos was, you know, why you need drip edge or how to install drip edge or something like that. And my thought was a homeowner doesn't care. A homeowner doesn't even know what drip edge is or pipe jacks. So pipe jacks are, that's a critical piece, but a homeowner doesn't know what pipe jacks are. So I've got a video coming out. But instead of titling it, you know, uh, what's the best pipe jack, right? Because a, home, a homeowner doesn't know what a pipe jack is. The title is going to be something like um, uh, the one part your roofer must install to prevent leaks on your roof, right? Mm -hmm. A homeowner yeah. wants to know, well, how do I prevent leaks? And this is just a, a way to tell him about this particular pipe jack that we use. Mm -hmm. So yeah, accessory products I think are good, but you have to make sure that you you use your thumbnail and your title to hook them in so that yeah. they watch the video. Absolutely. So I'm going to say, I feel like if I had to guess, one of the main things, and you might tell me I'm wrong, but your thumbnails went from like a year ago to then, you know, in the last year, at some point they just started getting much, much better. So we can talk about how they got better. I want to note like something I'm seeing like, and that I want to do now. And I also saw Dimitri did was he said he has a photo session, like quality photos with all the emotions. So I'm going to yeah. trace Can I just use yours as reference and sure. I, and like encourage our, our uh, viewers here to go to your YouTube and use the photos as reference. So like what he has here is like, I'll just describe it. Um, and I wonder if I can, just for the people watching, maybe I can share my screen, which I don't know if I can't, you know what? I'm not going to do sure. that. There's a button down at the bottom that says share. It might be a little awkward here, so I could try. Okay. I'll, I'll try. Let's so I'll describe it for people listening. So it went from like kind of yellow and white, and then it went very much red focused. And the yep. photos seem to have gotten better. And there's a lot of like, and this is, you know, they're quality photos. You've got a lot of like, so there'll be like you with five, uh, with your handout, you with like the O face, like, holy shit. You know, you with like a thumbs up, you with, you're pointing at something and you're going, uh oh, you with the, your, your hand focused on like, um, somewhere on the roof. Um, you with confusion, all these photos that you, you, you utilize more often than just, you know, once. So you'll, in you, you with red tape, that type of stuff. Um, lots of really good thumbnails. They just got better and better. And I believe, you, you know, the algorithm likes it. I can, it seems like the algorithm likes it. A lot of money stuff, like you'll show you with 
money. I think that that's good. I want to use yeah. that. See, so really quick right there, you can see the one, how to choose a shingle color. Yeah. So that's a three month old video, but it's still getting four views per hour. That's incredible. I love it. And lots of, yeah, you love the money thing. You love the, the big red arrow and you like a lot of like a mixture of yellow and red. And I'm doing the same thing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, thumbnails, what are the principles? Like we're, we're talking about tricks to fix if people have low YouTube views, what would you suggest they start fixing on yeah. their thumbnail? You know, I think a I think a good video for hook agency would be titled "Thumbnails That Suck." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can just talk about what makes a good thumbnail, right? Yeah. Um, but it's been, oh gosh, I actually hate putting my face on the thumbnail. I wish yeah. that I didn't have to do that. But the the data shows overwhelmingly that people click on thumbnails with faces in them over thumbnails that don't have faces in them. Yeah. So what I, you asked about the transformation uh, in my thumbnails. So I used to originally years ago, I would just use a stock photo because I didn't okay. want to put myself in the, in the thumbnail. And I'd have a, I'd, I would put way too many words in there with a stock photo. Essentially I was recreating the title. Yeah. In the thumbnail, which, I've learned you don't need to do, right? Okay. So then I, I progressed from that into just capturing a still from my video because my videos are all talking head. And usually I, I was just out in the woods doing the walk in the park, holding my, holding my camera out here. And I would just, as I was editing the video, I would find a spot in the video where I had kind of a, an animated expression. Yeah. And I would just grab that still, but then I was still, you know, basically putting all the words of the title on the thumbnail. Yeah. So then I got a little bit smarter about it, you know, just doing some study and, and some research about what makes a good thumbnail. And so then I realized that, yeah, ex um, expression photos, people gravitate toward those. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the more, depending on the topic, the more extreme the expression, the more engaged people are going to get. So I actually feel like I have a really good click-through rate on yeah. my channel. Um, my channel, I think the whole channel overall has about a seven to eight percent click-through rate, mm -hmm. which that's an indication of how good is your thumbnail and how good is your title. I want to note, I was shocked to see as I was scrolling through your thumbnails, I was shocked to see one where you had no beard and <laughs> it disturbed me. Yeah, I, yeah, I should, I should delete that. <laughs> no, but the, the one, there's one, my absolute favorite thumbnail, it got no traction. It, it, it was. The title or the video was if insurance adjusters were honest. Yeah. And I had a video or a, a photo of myself. Yeah. Two pictures, one with a beard and one without a beard. Yeah. And I, I, that was kind of meant to be a humorous video. I love the video. I love the thumbnail. I love everything about it, but my viewers don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's just like, once you get into the, uh, once you get into the algorithm, like once it's for a, you know, search, you know, that that's a great piece of content. Like that's a good commercial almost like you could promote that as a Facebook video or something yeah. you know? and like, but that's the thing is like, I just tell people there has to be a, like, how are you getting people to this? And it does suck. Cause I, I experiment so much that like, I bet you people go and look at my stuff and they're like, man, that guy, it's not that successful. I, but I'm like, I have some way that I'm getting that in front of eyeballs. Like if I create a piece of content, there's some way, or I'm attempting really hard. Like for instance, I create a lot of blogs. Some of them hit the Google algorithm and some don't, but like my intended promotion strategy is keyword research. And I think that like keywords 
and having titles that are really good. So let's let's go from thumbnails now to titles because that's a big thing. If you're not getting views, maybe your titles right. aren't hitting the algorithm right. There's not a keyword in there that people are going to be searching. Yeah. So would you say you do keyword research when you before you publish a YouTube video or no? Top rep. We're doing top rep. It's great training. So you got to have that defined sales process. Check Tokyo specifically. I don't understand how people make it with a defined sales process as an established company. But just starting out, you definitely need to have that because they need to know, like, and trust you through the whole process to, in order to give you money. Okay, so there's a couple things to touch on from what you just said. Yeah. So twice in the last, whatever, 60 seconds or so, you talked about the algorithm, the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. I don't care about the algorithm. Okay, Mr. Beast. Yeah, Mr. Beast says, I care about the audience and make sure the video. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's about that a lot lately. You're right. You're right. The, the algorithm is just a representation of your viewers. Yeah. So I, I mean, I saw a comment from a one content creator, not in the roofing space, who said that said that the algorithm must not like my content. Mm -hmm. right? It's like it's not the algorithm that doesn't like your content. The viewers don't like your content. Yeah. It hurts. it hurts to hear every time. Like it hurts my feelings. It's true. It's absolutely true. And I agree. Like Mr. So Mr. Beast talks a lot about that. And he says like, essentially just every time you say algorithm, save, save people, save viewers. Yeah. You know? right. yeah. Um, so then I lost my train of thought. I, I said about two things and I got totally sidetracked by my own brain. I'm, um, I'm always like, I'm an interrupter. I really apologize. I'm working on it. It's not your fault at all. It's my senior brain. Um, so, uh, okay, so I was talking about titles, keywords. Do you do any keyword oh, research? Keywords, yeah. So no, I do more topic research. Mm. And so, so I don't want to give away. I told you I was going to tell you all my secrets, but I'm not going to tell you all my secrets actually okay. because because I would really, um, you know, I want to I want to have an opportunity to teach other contractors how to do this. Uh, you know, kind of as you know, homestead roofing, consulting other roofers on how to how to create a good YouTube presence. Awesome. I do topic research. And to do that, uh, there's some, several tools that you can use. Obviously, vidIQ. I saw you've got vidIQ uh, mm -hmm. on, on your YouTube. And TubeBuddy is also another really good one to use. But the easiest and simplest way to do the topic research is with YouTube. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's free, right? Whereas TubeBuddy and vidIQ, you got to pay for those. So if you go to YouTube and you go to the search bar, just use YouTube autocomplete to figure it out. So ah, type that in, in Google. Yeah. So type in um, roofers, right? Just type in roofers. Roofers wrong house. Roofers working. Roofers falling off roofs. Roofers yeah. remove wrong roof. So you know what's funny? If you ever, hey, I'm just, I'm just going to cut in for one second because that's my deal. <laughs> like if you ever do the wrong house, because some of you will, one of you will do the wrong house, make a dramatic video outlining you fixing it. And like, like really like that's a crazy thing to happen. And it may, you may think it looks bad, but apparently there's a bunch of people searching it. Absolutely. So there, so right there, you've got what? 12 ideas, 12 yep. topic ideas. Now, not all of them are going to be relevant. But so now, if you're still on there, type in roofers space A. Ooh. Now you've got a whole other list. Roofers Axe. Roofers Axe. Roofers, roofing a house from start to finish. Roofing apprenticeship. Roofing a flat roof. Roofing yeah. ads. Roofing around vent. Roofing ASMR. So now type in roofers space B. And you just go through the whole alphabet and you end up with well over a hundred ideas of videos that you oh, can good. make and you got them all for free. I love that. So that's why I, I tend to, now here's the one topic that it doesn't work for shingles. <laughs> because yeah. if you type in shingles, it's going to feed you all kinds of information about the disease. <laughs> yeah. That's but, um, so that's why, you know, I do topic research first. Yeah. Yeah. 
So then what I'll do is I'll take those topics and I put it in a spreadsheet. So I'll, you know, I've got a spreadsheet for uh, roofing video ideas and I've got a column for YouTube autocomplete and I'll just fill out, I'll just go through there and find all the ones that I think that are relevant for me and I'll put them in that column. Nice. Then I can start doing title research on those using vidIQ or TubeBuddy. Yeah, yeah. And how do yeah. you use those tools, vidIQ or TubeBuddy to do title research? Well, you can use, okay, well, that's a really smart question. So vidIQ has um, an AI title generator. Okay. Yeah, so if you go to your vidIQ dashboard, nice. you can put in your keyword uh, that you, found doing your YouTube search. So, um, you know, uh, roofing the wrong house, right? So you yeah. can put that into the AI title generator and it'll spit out a bunch of titles. Now, not all of them are good. A lot of them seem real clickbaity. Yeah. But there are some really good ones. Then in my research spreadsheet, I've got seven columns. Um, and if you ask me to remember what all of them are, I'm going to forget all of them. But so like I've got one column that's benefits driven. Yeah. So I start to, you know, I, I think through, okay, what are the benefits that a homeowner wants from this topic? So hey, for I have example, a question for you. Yeah. Uh, if we, if you could make a vanilla version of that sheet, then you could get the interested people and potentially your YouTube course or your YouTube consultation. Um, would you be open to providing a vanilla version of that Google sheet that we could like that people could copy? Yeah. And then, so go to the link in the, the um, description and then click that link, but then say copy, make a copy and it will give you the, the sheet to brainstorm on. Yeah. And I appreciate that, Tracy. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, yeah, so I, I think in that way, or or we could figure out a way that they basically email Tracy. Maybe that's the deal. Was, yeah. I'll yeah. email Tracy. He'll send you that sheet. How's yeah. that? Info at homesteadroofingcolorado.com. And just mention the YouTube brainstorming sheet. Yeah. Um, so like I say, I've got seven different categories that I go through. One is benefits driven. Another one is just unique ideas, right? What mm -hmm. unique idea could I come up with uh, that contains this keyword like roof leak, okay? Roof leak, mm -hmm. what unique way can I structure a title around the keyword roof leak? Mm -hmm. um, then emotions driven, right? Uh, some uh, anger, um, shocked, surprised, right? To fix your I roof, you will be shocked, right? Or you will be shocked by this simple way to fix your roof yeah. or something like that. Uh, I love it. So this is, I feel like this is in and of itself has been a master class. Um, and I really appreciate that you're willing to help other people out. Um, you know, I know it's a probably a paid consultation and stuff like that, but I think that a lot of roofers need this. So I really appreciate you offering that. Is it all right if we brainstorm real quick on what the title and thumbnail should be for this video to wrap it up for fun? Oh, wrap it up. Man, I was just getting started. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I know that my audience is used to that 30 minute. So I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to make it too unusual. I know that this is probably like, it, it, what else would you like to share before we wrap up? Cause I know that there's, um, yeah. So, Oh gosh, so many different things. Maybe we'll have to do a part two if you're open to that. I'm always open but, to that. Um, so if you're gonna if you're gonna get started, well, the first thing we already talked about, but you've got to know who who you're talking to. That is the most important thing. And the other yeah. thing, I actually put a video on my channel about why roofers need a YouTube video or a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And I talked about the objections that roofers have. Yeah. The, the big one is. You know, I don't have the equipment. Well, everybody's got the equipment, right? Here's the equipment right here. That's all yeah. you need to yeah. get started. Um, but then once you get going, you want to consistently look at your analytics in YouTube because YouTube tells you what's working and what's not working. 
And when you see what's working, just double down on that, right? So like, that's why right now, a lot of my videos are about shingles because, you know, I published a video, how to choose a shingle color mm -hmm. and ripped in a couple months, right? It's got 6,500 views. So next one obviously was how to choose a shingle, right? What's yeah. the best shingle? So you just double down on, on what's working. And like I say, Anna, YouTube analytics tells you everything. Not only that, the analytics tell you what, what other channels and videos your viewers are watching. Yeah. And we'll tell you what videos are referring viewers to your videos. So you can go look at those and get ideas on topics. I love it, man. Those are two of my favorite things to say over and over and over again about marketing in general too, is know who it's for and double down on what's working. <laughs> and you know, it's fun. It can be very fun. Um, and I, I hope that YouTubing is fun for you. So my original topic for this was going to be called not getting YouTube views, five tricks to fix. What are your favorite ones? Uh, and, and then what emotion should we try to tap into? With okay. this, with this one. Yeah, I actually wrote down some ideas because I was. Sure. I, I love brainstorming this this kind of yeah. stuff. So the so there's key trigger words for emotions. Yeah. Uh, reveals, secrets. Those are key trigger words. So, Roofer yeah. Roofer reveals free social media secret that tripled leads. Yeah. Did you um, triple leads? Oh yeah, easily. Right. Easily. Yeah. Uh, one simple secret that helped this contractor sell $250,000. All right. Is your roofing business struggling? Get free leads with YouTube, right? See, so there's identifying a problem yeah. and then the solution. Because how many roofers right now, especially in these like in Colorado, where there hasn't been a significant hailstorm for the last four years, how many roofers have businesses that are struggling? Yeah. Um, and here's how a couple. Of one, by the way, I'm about to be. I'm at the the Atlas event next week, next Friday in Denver. Are you gonna? Are, well, I obviously wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't know about it. But do you know about that event? No, I didn't even know about it. So there's a, a it's at uh, Coors Field. Are, how far away is Colorado Springs from Denver? Well, from my office, Coors Field is about an hour and 15 minutes. Might be a good one. This is what I'm going to throw out here. It's free. There's prizes. And there are good speakers. So it's, it's kind of like uh, a, you know, a lot of these things are paid. You know what I mean? And I'm not throwing shade at it because when I did it last year with one industry, it was like we had to have paid tickets to pay for all the stuff. But when you're Atlas, you don't have to as much. It's a lot like a lot of the same types of speakers. It's just free. And then they're also giving away prizes. And I went to the first one in Minneapolis and it was like very high energy and there's food and drink. So anyway, so if you're around uh, Denver, next week i think this will go up friday so if you're around denver check it out uh and you're invited tracy it'd be fun to chat and maybe do some content together if, if you come yeah. is that um, going to be on the atlas website or how would i find out about it yes you go to atlas i think if you just do atlas stadium tour into google okay this is at this it's crazy it's at the stadium it's so cool i'm like i'm excited that i i'm very honored that i'm able to go and this is like a major shingle brand right so um maybe top five so it's kind of fun to be able to be part of that hmm. but anyways uh what was i getting at with that oh i think i think i've got my title you can tell me it sucks because you're the guy that actually knows the stuff but i'm thinking not getting youtube views roofer reveals secrets yeah all right and then uh what's, what's what does the secret lead to Right. Yeah. So that's, so that's why. Uh, oh, you wanted to like be like reveal secrets that. Yeah. So like triple leads or revenue or like what did this roofer do to five to five X leads for free? Then you're not mentioning YouTube or anything. Right. 
So then what that does is that opens a curiosity loop. So they're like, what did he do to, to get five times the number of leads for free? Yeah. Yeah. So they click, right? I mean, that's the whole point of the title is just to get the click. Yeah. Then you've got that first 10 seconds in the video to keep them engaged. So you don't think I should mention YouTube at all in the beginning of this? No, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that's a problem. I just don't know if it's necessary, right? Like some of the ideas that I wrote down, uh, is your roofing business struggling? Get free leads with YouTube. Sure. Yeah. Or roofers use this free app to drive more leads to your business. And then remember I said vidIQ tends to clickbait, make clickbaity titles. Yeah. This is one that vidIQ came up with. Roofers, see how YouTube could revolutionize your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, that word might be a little overused, so we might not try that one. Um, and hey, Tracy, could I get one of those uh, surprised look Tracy photos for the thumbnail? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, done. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone for checking this out. Maybe Tracy and I will, you know, we, we've got our yearly video this time, but we might do another one. So keep following for more of that. And I appreciate, I, I you know, I, one, I talk about you sometimes because I'm seeing you do this the right way. And two, I saw, I know you probably saw this already, but you know, Dimitri was talking about you at a Reva event. So you get, you get cloud out here in the roofing, roofing world. And I know that like, that's probably not the point. And hopefully no, I, I have to tell you, right. We all have egos. All yeah. of us have egos. And that same day I got a message from you saying, Dimitri's talking about you at this event. And I got a text, I think from Adam Sand saying, Dimitri's talking about you at this event. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I was, was, I just good. felt so, I felt so honored. I just was, yeah. I had to, I texted my wife right away. Yeah. That's fun, man. That's super fun. And I mean, like for roofers, the point is not obviously clout in the roofing industry, but for right. a guy like me, that would have been a, you know, a huge day potentially for my business. So like, and I, and I think, I think it's, uh, it is fun no matter what, even if roofers aren't your main uh, audience, it's still super fun. Like, yeah. Well, and I'm just, a, I'm just such a small fish, right? I mean, I'm just yeah. literally, I'm just a nobody in the whole industry. And my goal, like you say, isn't to be somebody in the industry, but to be out here and to have somebody acknowledge something that I'm doing gives me like, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing this right, that other people are, are looking at it as an example. So yeah. yeah, that felt really good. Yeah, totally. And I mean, on top of that, really, we make content partly to do biz dev. We also make content to help people because most of the people watching your videos won't be a customer correct and that's weird because then it's like okay so i'm making all this people are getting it for free and then they don't need me and then it's like Wait. yeah but you're helping people and that is part Wait. of there's yeah. more so you said most of the people watching won't be my customer yeah that's true yeah. so how can i make those people my customer so if somebody calls me from tulsa oklahoma how can i make him my customer that's my next step in my journey. So mm, I'm very I, curious I, about how you're going to do that. We'll save that for next time. All right. I like it. Well, that open loop will stick in your brains for the rest of the year, hopefully. But when Tracy and I, well, Tracy, I would, like I said, I would love to do content with you if it makes sense next Friday, which is to come, uh, to come down. I mean, it's an easy one to get to, you know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. um, it is Friday, the or sorry, Thursday, the 18th. So maybe you got some installs or something, but just an option. And um, Thursday, the 18th. Okay. Yep. Excuse me. And I'm going to be sticking around uh, Colorado for like, I'm just taking three days off. I'm, I'm taking Friday off and I'm, I'm relaxing. I'm going to like go to the Gaylord hotel and like, just, fucking chill because it's like uh it's like there's a lazy river there and stuff like that so I, have you been there that hotel 
Is that the one in Estes? I think it's in it's around Denver. Oh, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was the one in Estes Park where they filmed The Shining. Oh, okay. No, I don't think that was the one. But anyways, I'm just chilling. I'm gonna I'm gonna soak up. I'm not really doing Colorado really like authentically. I'm just like relaxing is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like sit by the pool and stuff. But um, how's the weather there? It's Colorado, right? It could be totally different in five minutes. Oh no. <laughs> Yesterday it was beautiful. It was 82 degrees. Today it's stormy, windy, gonna rain. They were predicting heavy thunderstorms and hail for Denver today, which I'm glad for. Let all the storm chasers go to Denver and leave Colorado Springs alone. <laughs> Is it really going to happen today? That's the, so I guess you guys will know on Friday when this goes out, whether that happened, which I, it's weird as a roofer when we sometimes act like, I mean, sorry, I'm not a roofer, but you know, honorary maybe. Uh, <laughs> hey, I've seen I'm you around the jingles. Yeah, I've nailed a couple of shingles. Uh, so, but I, it's funny, like how you accidentally wish for storms. Like I, I don't want to, and I know it's like frowned upon, but it's like, you can't help it a little. Uh, ah, <laughs> I know it's good for our clients, but I, I know it's like, obviously we're not like, we shouldn't wish, we shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> Just secretly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick secretly not publicly <laughs> yeah that's right all right well thank you man thanks for being on thank you for taking the time on your busy day i'm grateful that youtube is helping your business i'm grateful that it helps on on google and uh is there any call to action where can people go check you out yeah so i mean you can just go to the homestead roofing website i mean that's just the website for our customers so that's homesteadroofingcolorado.com if somebody wants to get in touch with me about consulting for how to get their YouTube presence built up and just send me an email info at homesteadroofingcolorado.com. Colorado is all spelled out. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Rate and review the podcast. Thumbs up on YouTube, subscribe, etc. Appreciate y'all. Bye. -bye. Thanks so much.